Before we begin, we want to say that the discussions that take place on these podcasts are our own and do not reflect the LAPD, LAFD, or any other outside organization. Some of the topics that we talk about in this podcast may be triggering to some of our listeners, so if you feel like you need any extra support, we will be linking different resources in our website and social medias. Thank you for listening, and now with the show. You're listening to 911 Superfan versus Pure Snow. I'm Catherine Cat, Kit Cat, or Snow White. Hi, I am Meg and or Buck. And today we are talking about season two, episode seven, titled Haunted. It was directed by Lonnie Peristier. No clue. I hope we're not butchering your name. <laughs> My apologies, Lonnie. And it was written by Erica L. Anderson. It first aired October 29th, 2018. And it got an IMDb rating of 7.9 out of 10. Kind of low. This is the lowest rated, I went back and checked, the lowest rated Ooh. 911 episode we have seen so far. You know what? I'm going to change this up. And uh, I agree. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not surprised. It's kind of sad because they really try to pack a bunch of punches in here. It's like really gut punching. Yeah, but I was just like, yeah. how do you and- say this? We'll talk about it. <laughs> I was going to say, you're so harsh. They tried their best, man. I mean, they did, but I was just like, I've seen better. We'll talk about it. <laughs> All right. So read. All right. Tis the season for haunted things. The 118 is tasked with traveling around LA to deal with supernatural occurrences. Karen and Hen find out that Hen's father needs to be withdrawn from life support. A hiker is rescued in Pals Verdes due to Maddie receiving an interesting phone call from a possible ghost. Bats attack a haunted house and a horse gets injured at a Halloween festival. Eddie is trying to enroll Chris into a new school, but the school requires him to reconnect with his ex-wife Shannon. And Buck decides to take care of himself and finally chooses to leave Abby's apartment. I'm sorry, I was feeling in kind of a Nightmare Before Christmas mood, yep. even though it's not anywhere close to any of those seasons, but it's mm-hmm. fine. Well, I mean, like, we are in Valentine's Day mode, not... Nobody cares, man. <laughs> <laughs> screw oh, yeah. screw people in love. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You're harsh now. Buck would agree with me. Maddie would agree was- with me. Who else would agree with me? Oh, Athena and Bobby. No. No. And Eddie, no. Chin. Not sure. I don't know. For now. But I'm sure he'll get with Maddie soon enough. Let's let's take it from the top. The cemetery. Yes. I like that Buck was the one that did the opening scene. Yeah, I immediately thought that it would be a Buck-centric episode. Yeah. The only thing worse than losing someone you love is knowing that one day you will. <laughs> yeah. I I was just like very distracted by the super intense fog in that cemetery. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like when the when the zombie type like came out, I was like warm bodies. Oh, yeah, no. I was just <laughs> zombie. 
Um, this really did remind me kind of of the uh, Valentine's Day episode. Oh, for sure. But actually, have you seen even a little bit of The Last of Us? No. No, don't tell me. Okay. Also, remember what happened with the resident. Just be careful what you mentioned. <laughs> I well, ha- definitely have not seen nor started the Last of Us. Feel free to continue. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just say it's a similar vibe. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do know that much about. <laughs> I've seen like I've seen video game footage of the Last of Us. Yeah. So, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Don't worry, I, I learned my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but also I was like, this Buck quote was like a lot more growth than I was expecting coming from Buck. This entire episode was a lot more growth than I was expecting from Buck. Right? Like he was just like, Wow, it's a man, not a boy. <laughs> yeah, it was some 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 weird was happening, but I know. Yeah, and then the sinkhole. I like that they do callbacks to earlier episodes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, Cat must be so happy that Hen jumped into the crane <laughs> and oh, was I like <laughs> taking charge of that situation. Man, I did write down Hen just taking charge and driving the truck was cool. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Man, you know me so well. <laughs> um, yeah, it was pretty fun to see. I do agree with Hen that there are a lot of cultures that also believe this, that you can disturb spirits of the dead and they'll come home with you. Yeah, that's like, at least for Catholics, that's why you don't go home right away. Like, at least for Filipino Catholics, like, you kind of go, like, somewhere else, you go to a store, you go to a restaurant, and then, like, the belief is they'll, like, stay there, and then you can go home. But you just don't go directly home. Yeah, that's a lot of what happens in um, Buddhism, is that the spirits will stay with you. Interesting. Yeah, so like, there's also some sort of belief in the different energies, so the negative energies of dead people. Um, So you're supposed to like, after you go to a funeral, or after you go somewhere really where there's a lot of like dead spirits, you're supposed to go somewhere to kind of even out the... yeah the energies i guess that makes sense that helps that helps a little bit it's less though that the spirit goes with you it's a lot more just the feeling of the dead i guess okay yeah so i was like i agreed it was kind of weird being in the cemetery and having to dig someone up and then yeah yeah. i'm glad they were able to get him out yeah that's true but all right montgrove medical center i was like Hold up, this kind of sounds like I'm back in class. Intracerebral eh, hemorrhage, which is the second most common cause of stroke. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it just mean bleeding in the brain? Yes. Okay. And the cause is hypertension, age over 55, gender, men. <laughs> That's why. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And that makes sense. Right? And also here, ethnicity, Black and Asians. Oh. That's what I saw on somewhere here. So I was like, interesting. Okay. They like they made that <laughs> medical scenario oddly specific. <laughs> I feel like you have I to make them... it more specific, yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm glad they like actually did their research, you know? Like it feels like, you know, this is something that could happen in this like specific population to this specific, you know, ethnic group. So I'm glad I they like thought about that. For this show, 
their writing research is really good. It's pretty on I'm point. Impressed. I don't think that any of their writings so far has, or like the dialogue that they say has ever been off. It's more yeah. some of the things that they showcase don't feel realistic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like, uh But their writing of scenarios is always really on point. Anything that we research is almost pretty it's pretty accurate yeah that we can find so at least they they at least research the things on the internet but they showcase we don't necessarily do yeah yeah that's our big uh our big (laughs) thing today (laughs) oh man um but the scene in the ambulance with hen and chimney that was like I loved like remember you were just saying that you like how they like poked fun at like previous episodes Mm mm-hmm so the fact that she was like calling him out about his like rebar yeah I think it was really interesting that they that was the way they wanted to do that yeah um, or they got Chim to be the one to talk to him about it because yeah. he he got he he is that experience he has that experience you know what I mean like yeah, an impossible exactly. situation people said it was impossible would happen so it was a nice dichotomy sorry yep, guys i'm dichotomy. running on fumes at this moment so <laughs> we're doing great <laughs> no you know. for sure that's kind of all i have to say about that there isn't much to say the thing with this episode too that was it was very straightforward i don't think that there was anything that Actually, confused me question i was questioning i, I felt I like don't think i was questioning like the story it was more questioning the filming and the like filming. the accuracy of like the the situation you know for example emergency two at abalone cove okay like have you been to abalone cove so abalone cove has different areas and there yeah. are parts of it that are closed down yes yeah have you been to any part of it yes okay i've walked quite a bit of it Right. And like, so have I, like, I've even hiked up too, a little bit. And I was just like, that does not look accurate at all. You know, and then there was um a thing where it said on the sign Abalone Cove, but then Athena in the next scene called it Vista Point. Yes. But I'm like, a little confused. So Abalone Cove is a trail. It's right. not a location. And the trail uh, is, I think, I want to say originally the trail was about 10 miles long or 7 miles long. It's yeah. quite a long mile long. So there are still a lot of signs that say that it is Abalone Cove. Okay. And there is a location on the trail where there is a cove with a lot of abalone. <laughs> but I believe that because of um different erosion and things that it's been closed off since the early 2000s so i'm not entirely sure where this was filmed it was definitely pals verdes it's located in pals verdes um or abalone cove is in pals verdes so that that's right (laughs) (laughs) what they're talking about is right and vista point is a location that is along that area and there are a couple of trails i believe that go through vista point you might okay, have to so check that. I probably that haven't button. come across Vista Point then myself. Uh, yeah, I've been there, but not Vista Point specific. Yeah, no. Um, we've come, we've hiked a couple of trails in the area, or at least we've googled a couple of trails in the area. Uh, during the pandemic, my friends and I went a lot of hiking trips. 
So gotcha. we were so we did look at Abalone Cove and there are parts of it that have been shut down for over 10, 15 years. They keep saying that they're gonna fix it, but I don't think they will. So, I don't think so. But yeah, there and there are still signs there for Abalone Cove. Okay. So depending on where you are, yeah. It connects a lot of trails. I don't remember if it's like 10 miles, seven miles. It's not super long, but parts of it are quite intense. And of course, parts of it are now also closed. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so Um, seven years also makes sense to me. Sorry. Because that's when it was open. (laughs) Like seven years (laughs) before this. So it makes sense. But I mean, uh, the way they were like, oh, the the ghost called, Mm. you know, I was just like, it didn't feel realistic to me. You know, I don't think it's supposed to. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I kind of, at least for me, when I was like watching this, I was kind of expecting it to be a little more, you know, wow, not just like a oh, it just happened to get on the same frequency. I don't know, mm. you know, and it was just like a eh, kind of fell flat for me. I actually kind of liked it. Interesting, but not the storyline itself if that makes yeah, yeah. Sense. what'd you like um i just like that it was a little more supernatural mm, because i think okay. what sometimes what they've done better in the past than they have now is that they'll find something supernatural and they'll just explain it to you but yeah. they might leave one or two little things to just like be like the world is a mystical place and you can't solve all of its mysteries you know what i mean yeah. So for me, I kind of enjoy when nine one one does that, where it's the world is bigger than what we think, mm. and sometimes there are things that aren't ex- that are inexplicable, but it's nice to have them still. It's nice to know that they exist, you know. Yeah. So it was it was okay. something I kind of enjoyed, but I didn't necessarily like the it was a lot it was over exaggerated. <laughs> yeah. For a lot of it, so. But I kind of, yeah, I do like that they, especially for the Halloween episodes, the, and the, I think, did they do a holiday episode? Basically anything where it's supposed to be like magical, mystical, when there Mm -hmm. are things that aren't explained. I'm trying to think. Um, Oh, that guy, the guy that kept dying, the episode with the guy that kept dying. Yeah, yeah, the saw, the bone saw. Um, And there was just something, he was just like something about it feels very, like, I don't want I want to keep doing this because I want every time to turn out different and I think that with this show that's kind of the energy yeah. the writers always want is that there are some things that you just can't explain you know what I mean yeah for sure yeah Man. that was a lot of talk I'm sorry no it's fine I will say that was also my favorite storyline <laughs> oh my god and considering I just said that I didn't like any I didn't like it all that much that's saying something yeah all right <laughs> fun times <laughs> yes i thought about okay. it a lot <laughs> all right i have nothing to say about the athena grant house i don't know maybe it's just like for me this uh the vibe isn't really my vibe <laughs> yeah this entire episode is really straightforward i think bobby pranking buck is funny i did enjoy that he was like we're making a bunch of ghosts just yeah, for yeah, buck yeah. and I appreciate that bully buck. I know. Hashtag bully buck. Hashtag bully buck. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) No, I mean, 
I think he's he he's like a fun guy to mess. The fun the fun person in the in the firehouse to mess with. I think. So. Yeah, but what I did like was uh, Eddie and Carla at the school. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Carla's still here. Uh huh. Anyway, yeah, it was great. Yeah, right. And then like the fact that you know like um he was just so different from like being at work Mm -hmm. you know he was like actually really trying to understand everything that's happening you know is this a good decision or not yeah and it was like it was all fun and games until it was like and so we need to meet mrs diaz and he's like oh crap (laughs) yeah i was surprised that there he was still married i also didn't understand carla what do you mean job is she like a caretaker for I think she's kind of just like, yes, but then I think her job's like evolving, you know, because it's not just about like helping Chris, but it's like also helping him. Okay. Well, I wasn't sure if she was like, if this was her job or if she was helping out a friend, because I don't think they ever talk about, uh, because she just came to help out with paperwork. So I wasn't sure if she was just like, she knew a little bit more about how all of these schools would have worked, things that they would require. So she was just helping out or yeah. if she's actually like is a caretaker for Chris. So I, I was, I was, yeah. I still am not really sure of her position. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Carla and I hope she's I know forever. you love Carla. Like but, that's like one of your favorite characters. Yes. Even <laughs> though she has had like no lines. <laughs> um, but I, I just, I'm not entirely sure of her position i guess mm-hmm. yeah but since she like was also there for the halloween party or the halloween costumes and stuff mm-hmm. i don't know also how does how can he afford this school that's what i'm wondering too because i'm like i know he might be making a little more as a firefighter but i still don't think that's enough to cover tuition or private like a quite an exclusive private school yeah like unless there's really some type of like program or things you know which I'm kind of wondering if like Carla is helping him with that because like I don't even remember that from the first time I watched this episode so I'm like I mean it's not supposed to be real I just there are a lot of other (laughs) things with being on a government salary where I'm just like could you afford to live in like nice parts of Los Angeles like they all live in very nice parts of Los Angeles or at least it yeah. seems that way in the houses that they build oh, and whatever. Like, like, I don't even know how, you know, Maddie can afford to live where she lives. Or, like, Athena and Bobby, like. Yeah. Well, Athena might be a little bit more because she's worked a little longer and we don't know what Michael does. So, And they probably own yeah. that house and they probably live there for, like, before house prices have been ridiculous so there's a lot of things like that i'm more like maddie lives in a very nice area of la at least oh i, I know based on I the would, architecture <laughs> i would say that she lives i would in a very say nice like park. silver lake maybe i couldn't tell you the areas i can just tell you that it's very nice it would be very nice and those the prices there would be pretty expensive steep yeah yeah so and I would assume the the Grants live in some sort of suburb outside of LA, but they live in a nice suburb of LA. Also, I'm trying to think of like nice suburbs outside of LA, and I'm like Sherman Oaks. It would be 
I don't know, but it would definitely be farther than it is. Oh, that's the other thing I want to know. We're going to have like the timeline complaints and the location (laughs) complaints because where the hell are all of these people coming from? There is no way they live within like 10, 20 minutes of wherever they work. No way. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how anyone like, how could they like go all the way to Palace Verdes? You know, like, because I'm like, they, at least from how I see it, they, like, work somewhere in, like, downtown-ish. And yeah. Like, that's what I think. So I'm like, at least to get to PV is at least 45 minutes. Yeah, so, like, what what is the area that they cover? Like, I guess you can just say very generally that it's LA, but, yeah, like, but the like, party was no, the party I don't think would have been anywhere near PV. That would have been closer to west hollywood that would have been a couple like 30 other miles in the opposite direction so there's a lot with it that i'm like location wise maybe it's because but like you can't do a show like that in the small area of la but But i'm just like realistically like i think most people who watch the show don't actually know how far like pv is from downtown la of course pv is like right next to downtown la well people wouldn't yeah. even call it pv <laughs> just people live <laughs> it's like, just the beach area <laughs> they would call it probably palace birdies but yeah i feel like it, it's weird for us because we live in a lot of the areas that they talk about and we're like that doesn't seem realistic to us so <laughs> there's a lot with it that's... yeah oh yeah like i'm just like i don't get it like they yeah. can't no Ugh. Anyways, now I have even more questions on emergency three, which is with uh, bats entering the area, and like I don't think we ever got clarification on why there were bats. Oh, so they said that there are bats there because that's actually a bat. That that's a place where um a lot of bats are known to live. They live on top of them, and it was the haunted oh, house that's out. The line. Yeah, yeah, it's an outdoor haunted house, and it was built on top of, like, a mosquito nest or something. Oh, so there's okay, a lot I do remember Hen saying that. Yeah. yeah, so they did talk oh. about it, but it was, like, a very throwaway line. Yeah, because I was, like, looking it up, and I was, like, okay, fragrant flowers, herbs, and night-blooming plants attract nocturnal insects, which in turn lure bats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they just said mosquitoes. It was a mosquito yeah. nest. There's there's no mention of n- mosquitoes exactly but it's like raspberry thyme evening primrose nicotiana honeysuckle yeah flowers nice flowers they seem really nice smelling too (laughs) yeah but i think it's more to do with the insect part of that statement so they said there were a lot of insects nearby gotcha because i was like i didn't see any flowers nearby <laughs> yeah no but it's a haunted house like they're building they're building and it's an outdoor maze they probably were building over some like garden or some or not garden like That's open true. area so there's okay. probably flowers nearby yeah um i totally forgot chimney was scared of the animals by the way like oh. so that whole thing where he was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh that's right he's yeah. he's 
he's a coward when it comes to animals <laughs> i did like the haunted house um the one where she was like oh thank god you're here my boyfriend bashed his head in and they look over and it's a decapitated head just yeah. lying on the floor no, I but like that, that part also like just a couple moments back where she said that and bobby was like <gasps> oh yeah <laughs> someone just jumps out <laughs> That was, it was great. Good. It was good. Oh my gosh. I was like, I didn't think that Bobby would ever be scared about anything. Yeah. Until that. That was it was funny. Um yeah. I also thought it was weird though that the lights turned on some sort of like that the there weren't lights that got turned on. I assumed that there would be more lights. Instead it was it looked more like paint. Like Yeah. I don't know. It was very confusing yeah. to me. Like black light paint type of thing i don't know so yeah. it, was, it was it was it was interesting i i i just assumed there'd be more lights mm-hmm. so i don't know uh but yeah i don't like haunted houses though but i thought that it was a nice haunted house yeah or maze or whatever the heck whatever. you want to call it <laughs> yeah Ooh. also i think it is about time to take a break it is about time to take a break so let's do it <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back after this This. song. You're listening to 911 Superfan versus Pure Snow. And we're talking about what are we talking about? Maddie and the call? The haunted call? Is it the haunted call? Um actually, no, this is not Maddie, but Maddie and Athena. Maddie and Athena and the Haunted Call. We skipped the first one where Maddie picked up the haunted call. But can I just say I called it when she picked up the call? I was yeah. like, he's been dead for years. Lo and behold. She comes in seven years later, same effing call. That was crazy, though. Like, I was just like, whoa. I kind of wonder, like, if that actually happens in real life. You know, maybe, like, a call gets swapped into another call. I have no idea. Like, I'm just curious if that, like, happens or if that's, like, a thing that could happen. It probably does happen. I don't know if it's anything that could happen. I bet you there's a lot of people who say that they've heard voices that aren't really there. Yeah. I mean, they also, like, work really late hours, so maybe they're also just, like, tired, and they're like, hello, nothing. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Dispatchers, if not- if there is nothing, are required to call you back. Oh, that's, that makes sense. Yeah, they talk about that rule. Do they talk about that rule, actually? I'm not sure if they talk about that rule, but I know we definitely I've talked heard about that it. somewhere else down the line in the, in 911, for sure. Oh, okay. I was like, we've talked about it here on this show when um, the old lady who like kept hanging up on people. Oh, that's right. We that's talked right. about it then that they're required to call people back. Yeah. I think Maddie mentions it too. I think she says something. Yeah. Well, at least it's a solid thing throughout the, you know, throughout the show. I, I mean, yeah, it's a real requirement. That's true. That real life you can't fake it you know what i mean yeah for sure um yeah overall we should also start counting how many times i say you know what i mean because i think i've said it like 15 times today and i'm already annoyed with myself anyway i'm <laughs> sorry editing Catherine. 
I thought that though Maddie's phone call would be the same. I thought that they would be able to hear it. But when hers came out, it was just static. That shocked me. And I don't know why that shocked me, considering that I had guessed that the phone call was from before was a dead yeah. man. I don't know. Um, I do also like friendly ghosts, so I'm glad that this ghost helped them find someone else. Well, yeah. Yeah. Unrelated. But if you're a friendly ghost listening to our podcast, hello, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> and we appreciate you. Shout out, friendly ghosts. <laughs> I don't know. I always used to think that it would be really fun to have a friendly ghost live in my house who, like, wanted okay. to help me. Well, but... you can think that. And then when it happens, and you're going to call me like, oh, my gosh. This ghost has been helping me with my homework. They helped me remind me to pay my bills. I just meant like a ghost (laughs) who liked to turn off the lights if nobody was at the house or turn them on if somebody walked in. I mean, it would be scary, but if it was nice and done kindly, (laughs) I would appreciate it. (laughs) I also said I used to when I was little and didn't think I was crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, okay. I guess yeah. we'll, we'll we'll go with that. No, now if there was a ghost haunting my house, I'd be a little freaked out. By little, I mean I would run out of the apartment screen. Makes sense. <laughs> like a normal person. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, although there is a house that apparently is the most haunted house in the in America, and I think it's currently like retailed for like three million dollars or something. No. You know what's crazy is I just saw one of my favorite YouTubers go to like a haunted thing. That's like today's video. So, yeah, yeah, no, wow, it, yeah, it's not yeah. even October and we're just talking about haunted stuff right now. I mean, this episode is called Haunted. There you go. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're talking about the episode title before they do. Um, wow <laughs> i don't actually think they mentioned the episode title they usually do yeah i think it was just like a how much more obvious can it be like we we got a zombie at the first part <laughs> yeah this episode was pretty obvious um maddie and buck where buck yeah. is like you receive a call from a ghost and maddie's like i don't know and he's like you received a call from a ghost that's funny <laughs> yeah. i just am like yes that's very buck like oh for sure for sure like he's done that similarly in like so many episodes yeah this is the part of the starting though that i didn't like about this episode their converse her conversation with buck i think was very on the nose you know what i mean like yeah it's obvious they're talking in metaphors like they don't know what they're talking about but they know what each other is talking about and as an audience member we've already heard you have these conversations about these same people that you're still talking about yep yeah so and then they're not the only ones to do it so yeah it was was a lot (laughs) yeah but then like the the fact when they started doing that really awkward zoom in and i'm just like "Mm -mm, no it was weird but i did it wasn't flattering yeah it's yeah it it was okay but they just kept talking about um, the idea that after what was it seven years you someone's legally like you declare them dead there was a movie it was a comedy movie i think it's called my favorite wife it's like a mm. 1930s screwball comedy 
about a it's man. Screwball comedy. Um, so screwball comedies are more they have a lot more like physical comedy in them. They're basically extremely cliched comedy. If you think about the definition of comedy, that's probably what it is. But there's a lot more like physical acting in it too. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. where a guy the day a man goes to declare his wife dead, she shows up. She's oh. just been rescued off of an island and she goes home and he's like, oh no. And he is secretly engaged to another woman because she's been gone for seven years and he thought she was dead. Yeah. And so the, he was like, oh, after I declare her dead, I'm going to get engaged to this woman and except she's alive. And then he has to go and like be with this other woman and hide it from his wife who oh my gosh. was stuck on an island for seven years with another hot guy but she has to hide the fact that he was a hot guy from her husband and they just kept doing this thing yeah have you ever seen the parent trap yes there's one scene in the parent trap where um dennis quaid is in mm-hmm. the elevator and he sees his wife for the first time and he like leans and follows the door of the elevator yeah yeah, no, most people don't know, but that that move was actually stolen from the movie My Favorite Wife. Fun fact. Anyway, wow. I talked a lot about this 1930s movie. I really like the movie. I highly recommend anyone go find it. I The problem is I can't remember the title. But Cary Grant's in it, and he's great. Well, that'll help. Uh, it might. It was, I think, Cary Grant and Merle Oberon. Okay. Who, Merle Oberon was the first... Um, Asian woman to ever win an Oscar. Oh! Or not get nominated. I don't think she ever won. That's so cool. Yeah, but she lied about being Asian for all of her life, so... What? <laughs> yeah. It was a lot. Well, like, racism. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so she couldn't really... She had to hide the fact um, that she... Her mother was Indian. She's South Asian. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it, her story is also very tragic. Not at all related. Go Google her. Anyway, <laughs> how long have we been talking about this? Only too long. Yeah, um, only five minutes. It's fine. What else is there in this episode? That's really important. <laughs> Karen and Hen go to the house. Yeah. They don't. They find a picture of her that was predictable. I called it. Yeah, I kind of figured it would be something like that. I didn't know it was a picture. But I figured it would be something important related yeah. to him. Yeah, and that was it. That's all I got from that. I don't know. That's literally all I have. I have looking for a will at her dad's house. Love that there's this whole thing about Hen's dad possibly being back for more than three years. Dad. <laughs> I just want to know, did they break into his house? Like, how did they get into his house? Maybe, like, um, he had, like, belongings and then they got the key. So that's not technically, like, break-in... But they didn't ask for his permission, so it is technically still breaking in. Yeah, she is next of kin, though, so I guess she would have. So had it's like anywhere. acceptable breaking in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I thought that with all the trophies, because there were a bunch of trophies, that I it was saw that. Yeah, it was gonna be like that. He had another kid or something. I, I don't know, know though, but it, they. We never but got she to find anything. out about that. Yeah, I don't know if they'll ever talk about it again. It was like a very like open, closed bookcase, I feel. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Honestly, the only thing I really cared about was Eddie Diaz. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. You'll oh. like this sentence that I wrote oh. down. It's okay, not- I want to hear it. I want to hear it. It just says, well, 
Eddie got interesting. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I know. Okay. Insight info. No, insight into Eddie's love life. Does Eddie still look perfect? LOL. Does he still look perfect? Yeah, because you mentioned uh... somewhere like, oh, he just seems way too perfect. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was really confusing to me because she, I can't, there's no one's fault, but it, it feels weird to me that she would just leave and never come back. Oh, this is the timeline issue. We were talking earlier about how like, I hate timeline, but there was nothing really. This is the one where I don't understand. Maybe I didn't listen intuitively and like into what's the word get it um because it feels like that she's been gone longer than that's what i'm saying two years even though she hasn't seen him in two years it feels like she's moved out longer but for the past two years she hasn't been in contact but normally she would have been but she would have left a while ago (laughs) right doesn't make sense now i see why you don't want to do this timeline thing because it's so confusing yeah this is just eddie too there's like everybody else i don't want to do it (laughs) (laughs) for any listener who doesn't know what we're talking about i always complain about the 911 timeline because it doesn't make sense the 911 timeline and the 911 geographic locations don't make sense so anyway not that that's important well geographic location is not as important and timeline is only important if you watch like me from beginning to end (laughs) two episodes yeah and then listen also, to talk about it yeah um you know when like eddie opened the door you know just so like done and his wife was just like oh you finally called and i'm just like i did not get that sense like you didn't no you didn't see like the facial expressions it was literally on their face nope i'll go back and watch it for you but i don't remember no, feeling. I I was staring at it. I think I even paused it and looked at it and I was just like, interesting. I don't think they'll be in love forever. I don't think that they'll stay together. But this show has proven me wrong a lot of times on relationships. I would like this show to only have stable relationships because I think that being a couple brings a lot more trauma than just dating <laughs> Especially with a kid involved, too. Mm-hmm. I would really yeah. just, like... Like, they obviously still care for each other. Yeah. And there was obviously a lot that she had to work through and he had to work through. He was also in the military for a while. She was yeah, a was military wife. Yeah. She she was alone for a long time. And, you know, there's a lot with it that... I'm curious to see how they'll keep writing her and if they will keep writing her. Yeah. And what she would keep doing. I can't but I feel like it's going to be another like Ava Eva situation. Oh, where it's okay. like someone from his past comes back and they're just going to keep bringing up different issues that they just keep talking about. I don't think it'll be as like extreme as her. <laughs> you know. Like what, what do you mean? what do you consider extreme? Like, I'm going to steal custody of this person just to get back at you because I'm angry at you. Because they've already done that trope and I don't think they need to do it again. Mm. I don't think, though, that they'll be together. Okay. I think that they'll eventually get a divorce. 
but I think they might show a little bit more kind co-parenting possibly okay I want to I want to know this. What do you think? Just like mm-hmm. since we just met Mrs. Diaz, right? Shannon. What do you think is end game in this situation? Like what is like when this character like if this character goes on for multiple seasons or just this season or whatever, like what do you think is going to happen to this character and the relations? Like I don't know. Like what I do think you they're going to be friendly co-parents friendly co-parents mm-hmm. I think Till that no I I think that it'll eventually just be like she exists I don't okay. um I'd say it's not gonna be like Athena and Michael co-parent because I think that they're co-parent they're best friends for me Athena and Michael feel like they're trying to build them up to be best friends I can you know see that I yeah. think that they're gonna try and show another type of relationship okay. where that isn't necessarily the case okay i mean do we want happy endings of course but i think that there might be another person involved eventually she seems single at the moment but who knows you know (laughs) i don't think that that's going to be end game got it yeah but i don't think that i don't think she's going to be like a terrible human being i think there just might be some sort of guilt that she's associated okay. with herself that she just can't get over. Also, his grandmother and his aunt both live in California. So they, she was like, you didn't leave Texas because of your family. And I was like, well, he moved closer to his other family. And I thought that they said that his parents were dead. Am I mistaken? I'm not going to elaborate on anything related to that. Oh, so they're alive and they'll come back and we'll talk about it eventually. Right, Meg? Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm right. All right. Moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a lot. We'll see. We'll see. I just don't think it'll be happy ending. I mean, I hope it will, obviously. I'm a sucker for... Should I ruin something this episode? I haven't done that yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You, uh, you technically ruined Bobby and Athena. For this episode? No, like at the very beginning when I first okay talked about them. That's like, true. Yeah. I did. I did. And you that. said that they will continue, and then you just never. They just probably aren't. They're probably still together at this point, uh, for all I know. But you very much pushed that they're going to be more than a one season thing, which is what I was kind of assuming. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, okay. I'm a ruin one thing. Uh oh, no. Uh oh. There's a story. No, I don't think so. I don't yeah. think you should. I don't think you should. I think <laughs> we should just keep moving on with Hen and Athena. And then just no, finish I mean, strong. Yeah, that's the Hen and Athena. Something uh, comes back later. <laughs> with Hen and Athena? Mm-hmm. Something. Oh, I hope this- they find the little girl. That's what. That's this entire Hen and Athena scene. Like, it's nice that they hang out together. Very well, unnecessary. I'm glad you caught on. Very unnecessary. Mm. And I'm sad that. that I'm sad that it's because they find the girl. I know that, but like, there are so many but better ways they, to do it. Do they though, or am I just playing you? <laughs> I don't know, man. It'll be a problem for in the future. I just think that there's a lot where like, there's a lot that they, they didn't need the scene. I don't think they could have written something else. 
they needed the scene. Unless she comes in the very next episode, I feel like they could have written it somewhere else and it would have been just as impactful. I can agree with you there too. Yeah. Like they do need the scene in general, but like I think like they were just going with like the whole ghost thing. Maybe. Okay, I can see that. Like it's something that's haunted her personally. I can get the metaphor. I just don't appreciate it. Yeah, it's too much metaphor for me. Like, I like interesting stories, but this was just too much. <laughs> yeah, um, I was really sad to find out that it was a convict who had been out for six months. So yeah, Alex Armando Perez. Mm-hmm. Kind of sad and to find out about him. Also, I was going to ask you, what is Escape from New York with Kurt Russell? Do you know that? Um. I've seen the posters, but I'm not entirely sure. I believe it's an apocalypse movie, but I might be mistaken. Okay. I've heard of it, and I've seen the posters, and I know what he looks like. Like, I can picture him in my brain with that costume. Yeah. But I don't remember what it was about. Yeah, because I was like, only Catherine would know exactly this movie reference made by Eddie Diaz. I don't think I'm the only one. Um, I, I know, but at least between the two like, of us? Oh, yeah, between the two of us, 100,000%. Yeah. Yeah, anything before the 90s, you're pretty much useless. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> if it wasn't like Star Wars or Indiana Jones, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how much you would know. Or the Godfather, I guess. But you only know about the Godfather because of me as well, right? No. Well, ish, but I did go see, like, what is it, Warner Brothers? Yeah, but we talked about it. That's how you remembered it. So I take credit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I'll give you credit. <laughs> exactly. That's what I thought. Um, um, oh, the fact that Carla is giving advice on how to bring Shannon back into his life. I think it's useful advice. I think that yeah. if his mother is alive, I don't think that Eddie should be shutting the door on her. But I can yeah. see why he's hesitant. But also, yeah. she makes a good point. He just happened to move somewhere that was 30 minutes away from where his ex exactly. is. And it's not like he doesn't have family there. He does. Yeah, so but I'm it's still like... really confused why he didn't move with her in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My next line. I love their relationship. <laughs> Eddie and Carla. Carla. And Eddie. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. no, not Shannon Ship. and Eddie. No. <gasps> what? You don't I like them? I've actually never liked them, even when I first watched it. Wow. Okay. I am a I am a hard buddy stan. Okay. To, okay, yeah. okay. I see that. I see yeah. that. I don't yeah. think she's a bad person. I don't think so either. It's just like she she seems like she's not trying to really be there for Christopher. Like it feels like she's more there to spite Eddie, you know? No, I don't mean- know because in this entire episode she's been very cordial and very nice. I don't know. It just feels weird. I like, mean, she is saying a lot of the right things that I think eventually is going to come and bite the viewers in the ass when they're like, oh, I kind of like her. I shouldn't have said that, but it's fine. Um, Yeah, so I can see why there's like iffy there, but I'm very, I'm very easily it? swayed. Okay. No, no, no. Like, if you bring in someone and are like, they're a couple... I will be like, oh, I'll hop that ship. 
and then I'll just ride it out until it dies. And that's basically how it goes. Whoever shows up on screen first wins. That's like my rule of shipping. In... <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, uh, Buck and Eddie. Like, that's no, no, I... no. You have to be like called out. Like if you come in. So like, yeah, there might be two people who are immediately like yeah. obviously connected. Mm-hmm. But if I, if you come out and are also like, that's his wife. His wife showed up and his wife is a decent person. Usually they're not though, like. 90% of the time they're just yeah. here to bring drama but yeah. he's single <laughs> so sorry Buck he's single oh Buck's in a relationship too um so for now in a relationship yeah I mean ish <laughs> do I like him and Abby there are debates <laughs> it's debatable yeah. but he's in a relationship and if Abby comes back and that's right for Buck I would ship that not gonna okay. lie mostly because she popped up first. <laughs> Sorry. And you love Connie Britton. I do like Connie Britton, but that doesn't necessarily mean I will like them together. But for the most part, unless they do like, unless one of them does something like extremely awful to the other person. Yeah. And I don't think her needing space is extremely awful. Yeah. I think it's good for him to grow too. So okay, I'd probably ship it. But like, I'm not a hardcore shipper. <laughs> I don't really yeah. care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I just stand, buddy. As far as that ship goes, if it if it falls flat on its face, all right. But I'm going down with that specific ship, not Shannon and Eddie. Yeah, no, I just think if they were together, it would be fine. If they weren't together, I don't think they'll be together. But if they were together, I don't really care. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah. And I'm I'm not gonna root against her yet because she hasn't done anything terrible. So if they want to be together, that's like. I'm just going to be mad about it. Yeah, you can be mad about it, but I don't think she's going to last very long, so I don't think you'll be mad for very long. <laughs> yeah, if she's still, if they're still together by season six, I will buy you ice cream. I'm like... Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so you can tell me in a couple weeks if I need to buy you ice cream, but I highly doubt it. Um, I'll let you know. Yeah, no. I think she'll be gone by season four. Noted. Yeah. Also, emergency four, like, crush me and like let me tell you i was crying a little bit the horse yeah i think i cried last time i did not cry the second time yeah but i mean like i just liked how wholesome the scene was not the fact that mm-hmm, the horse mm-hmm. got hurt but like the fact that like the little girl he was helping like helped him yeah that was also kind of strange to me because he like side hugged her and yeah but you know like, I mean, theoretically, like, that could be seen very wrong. No, 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 no. That's not what it was. I just, like, it was a lot of, like, very close, intimate things. Like, I don't think that it was, it's kind of, okay, it was kind of weird because he was sitting down and she's standing up, but he he's, wants to be with his horse. So I, I kind of get it. But, like, yeah, she just immediately knows and she just immediately goes to him. And I don't know, there was a lot of it where I was like, it, it's weird. It just feels weird. Like, the you don't know each other yeah you fed his horse once and why like, is the little girl there apple. yeah why is the little girl there where are her parent like it's just her is she a ghost <laughs> yeah oh oh that would be interesting but everyone saw her so does that mean everyone was like hi <laughs> and they're like well they were all really sad that's also true oh nobody like was really no nobody really like I said like anything. this theory. I really like this theory because I actually have never thought about it like that. Oh, I was like, what if it's like the spirit of like death? 
like the horse i mean yeah of the ghost <laughs> the horse. no 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 like the embodiment of death like okay. that's the grim reaper the little girl <laughs> oh <my God> <laughs> like she was there because her time was, the horse's time was up that's insane also that know. would be terrifying if like now there's just little girls dressed in a tiny grim <laughs> she was the wizard of oz she's dorothy from the wizard of oz i know um, but they just like swap out an outfit there really is a theory actually i think about dorothy being dead and the entire thing being a hallucination or something what yeah there's some some like weird theory like that so it's I don't. I don't think it's like it's possible. Also, they really liked the Wizard of Oz. Yes, I know that. And also, we have seen Wizard of Oz stuff in person. So we have. Yeah. Oh, the ruby slippers. Yes. Yes. Yeah, the Wizard of Oz was a nuts movie. Um. Yeah. I remember that one. Oh, I've seen it so many times. It's not even funny. <laughs> um, and I know so many facts about it. It's not great. Oh my gosh. Anyway, yeah, so I thought she was a ghost. Also, Pokemon Ghost Girls. Just gonna throw that out there. You probably don't know about it, but in every single Pokemon game, there's always a ghost girl. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Yeah. and she's always written it, but she's creepy as hell. There's never a storyline. It's just a girl somewhere, and she'll just talk about death or something. Oh, my. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Every iteration so far that I know of, except the newest games. I don't think the newest game has one, but... I don't know that. Noted. Noted, noted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, just gonna throw that out there. If anyone likes Pokemon. Also, so. Athena visiting Alana Perez. Good catch. Candy bowl. Mm-hmm. Why would you tell her on Halloween? Why couldn't you do it the day after? Like, her kid's about to go... So many things. Why Why don't yeah. you do it during the daytime? <laughs> right? Like, why would you pick trick-or-treat time to, like, deliver this kind of news? That made no sense to me, really. Yeah, and I know that there was the kid. I think it was also just so that you could see the kid who was yeah, like, seven. Yeah, so it's like the succession or whatever. Yeah, like, there's a reason he wanted to live, and it was probably for the kid because he probably knew she was pregnant. So yeah. maybe, you don't even know, maybe it was even worse because he just found out that he was going to be a father. We don't know oh i love your conspiracy theories i'm telling you we need to make this a whole episode well that would require work and effort (laughs) effort yeah (laughs) shannon and eddie Mm. oh yeah they made out that's also why i don't think they're going to be together because they made out too early they just immediately started kissing no i don't think so i was like okay eddie and shannon making out why are you making out with her glad he pulled away and then he kissed her again (laughs) i mean he has feelings for her and i don't think that she's a bad person yeah but i'm just like i don't know even when i first saw it i'm just like something never felt right about like the timing i don't think he ever got over her it it doesn't feel like he's ready to move on he's still married to her yeah you know christopher is his life but he wants that family and i I don't think that there's anything bad about her needing the space. I mean, it's bad that she left and stuff, but I can yeah. see why there was a time where she just, like, the pressure just got to her. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. And I'd rather she leave than, like, kill her child, so. Fair enough, fair enough. I yeah. agree there. Yeah. I watch too many murder shows. This is this is what this is t- telling me. Oh, um, my gosh. Abby's house. 
I was like, Buck finally trying to move on from everything with Abby. Buck feeling like the ghost. Took you long enough. Yeah, that's it. I do like that <laughs> Carla and Abby still talk, though. And I, I like their friendship. I think that's sweet. I thought they're yeah. at least calling it back. Yeah. So. Um, okay, two more. Hen and her dad. Oh, I cried in this one. Oh, really? Yeah. It said, though, why am I crying? LOL. <laughs> <laughs> like, I knew he was just going to pull the plug. What else is she going to do? So Yeah. But, like, the fact that, like, oh, we didn't talk about this, like, with the, the horse. And then, like, she had to, like, look at that whole thing with Bobby and then Bobby, like, stepping in. Yeah. I was like, I'm so sad right now. Yeah, I felt so bad. But I'm glad that, like, he knew that, like, she wasn't able to do that. That's a really, like, perceptive captain. Yeah. And I think it shows real care for his his people. people. Yeah. I was going to say his underlings, and I was like, he's not, like, an evil villain or something. <laughs> All right. Buck goes home, and that's it. That's it. That's well, the end of the episode. No, no, no. I have, I have the whole... Well, not the whole dialogue, but like some of my favorite parts. <laughs> oh, nobody cares. It's Buck. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Stop go, ahead. It. go ahead. Go ahead. Our lives are like a series of ghost stories. That just breaks my heart. But I am sure I cannot wait anymore. You are my ghost story. I can't even say that with a straight face. But now it's time for me to figure out who I am without you. About time. <laughs> I didn't like the ending. I just felt like it was a little, I love drama, but that was too, too much drama. The entire writing of this show to me so far has felt very much like, I say this every single time, and I don't think that I could do any better. I'll be honest. I'm not a professional writer. I know this for a fact, but every time they write, it feels like you're writing a book. Oh, I thought you were going to say it feels like Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. Oh, we should be proud to have it mentioned Grey's Anatomy today. Until the end. Till the end. You did it. Yep. On you. Okay. But it feels like you're writing a novel or like a book where you have that internal monologue and you can show that. Yeah. Versus writing it, like saying it. Mm -hmm. The dialogue feels weird. But I guess he was writing a letter, so I can't really like fault that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird hearing it read out to you, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, I do appreciate how it was read here as opposed to what I hear on like Grey's Anatomy really like I don't like how it's read you know like all the intros and the outro dialogues yeah we did say we did talk about that but I don't know I didn't like this normally I like it I didn't like this episode why because it was black (laughs) no no I just thought it was really weird yeah too metaphorical I think right but like for future reference like I hate the Halloween episodes. Oh, mm-hmm. like over. Oh, I did like the um the Valentine's Day episode. I, I did like really that too. Like that episode, but I'm I'm sad that they didn't like do another one. I also didn't hate Bad Moon Rising, which I think was their Halloween episode. No, I like that one, but it's like the future ones, like this one and in the future. Oh, okay. Well, that yeah. kind of sucks. All right. Yeah, no, it just doesn't, like, I feel like Bad Moon Rising was really, like, the peak of, like, Halloween episodes. Dang. I enjoyed it. All right. I like seasonal episodes. No, I like it, too. But, like, I think there are other seasonal episodes, like, that are much better. But, like, the Halloween one really felt like they dropped the ball on it. Okay. Yeah. That's just how I feel. I get it. So. All right. 
Grapes? Uh, like a five. Like four, five, four. Even a three. Yeah. I, I like learning a little bit more backstory on Athena. I did really appreciate yeah. that. Um, And then I liked the... I know I didn't like... We didn't talk a lot about Hen and her dad. Um, But I thought the ending of that where she was like talking about how she always wrote letters to her dad to tell him everything that happened in her life yeah I got that like that there's always someone I think or something that you kind of like write to or aspire to be or something like that yeah especially when you're a little kid for sure it felt very human to me and I enjoyed that (laughs) makes it sound like I enjoy pain that's not what I mean (laughs) but like it, it, it seemed very human don't worry like I really do like when characters are super vulnerable those are my favorite moments but then like after that it was just like that's the only thing that carried this episode everything else is like yeah i i I like more story i like more background and i i felt like you're like you were building up to something so that this isn't no 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 like this is the build-up this episode is the build-up and something else is going to happen later on that'll take from this episode gotcha um yeah it felt a lot like um what's that movie that i always talk about the eternals have you seen the eternals not yet oh okay never mind no 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 go no that's it the eternals just feels like it it doesn't (laughs) feel like a full-fledged movie it feels like it's preparing you for a bigger Mm. jump off into something else what the ant-man movie (laughs) no like more eternal movies okay i was like because i know there's an ant-man movie somewhere down the line yeah i think it's coming out next week nice Very topical. I like Good how we you. talk about everything but nine one one. I mean, this episode is meh. We still talked for an hour though, so editing okay. Catherine is still gonna kill us. Don't worry about it. Well, thanks, editing Catherine. Uh, on that note, I think that's the end of the episode. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. <laughs>